Local businesses deserve local decision-making, and that's why Oconee State Bank is proud to announce that Philip Edwards and Chad Thomason will be leading the loan production office for the athens Clark County area. With strong market knowledge and accelerated decision-making, Chad and Philip can help area business owners, entrepreneurs, developers, doctors, and others move quickly to respond to opportunities. Let your business experience remarkable this year with Oconee State Bank, OconeeStateBank.com, member FDIC, and Equal Housing Lender. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Beyond the Cupola. Presented by Oconee State Bank. At Oconee State Bank, experience remarkable. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Beyond the Cupola brought to you by Oconee State Bank. And on the show, we always hear remarkable stories from folks within the community or friends or customers of Oconee State Bank. I'm Mike Salmon, and we have another special guest today. Matt Davis is here with Obria Medical Clinics, and uh, Matt's uh, personal story is pretty remarkable, but we're also going to start with uh, Obria Medical Clinics and talk about the, the great work they do as well. And uh, Matt, first of all, thanks for coming by the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio here at Business Radio X. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, let's just start with Obria Medical Clinics. You're the community uh, outreach director, the, the, the first and only one they've ever had. That's right. Uh, how long have you been there? I started May 1st of oh, this year. Okay, so not, not long at all. So, so no. probably still learning the steps as you, as you go along. Uh, before we go into what your responsibilities are, give us a kind of a broad overview of what Obria does. Sure. Obria is a low-cost, nonprofit medical clinic. We, we do... No charge medical pregnancy testing, low cost pregnancy ultrasounds, low cost well woman care visits, and low cost STD, STI testing for men and women. Uh, we also have an education piece for the moms that come through, and that's at no charge to them. They take some classes, get to learn some stuff about parenting. Uh, it also gives them a chance to visit our baby boutique, where as they're taking these classes, they get baby points where they can get free brand new baby clothes, diapers, wipes, baby blankets that are handmade. Uh, and eventually a brand new in-the-box car seat. Wow. Well, you mentioned it's a, so it's a nonprofit really serving the communities that you're in. Absolutely. And, and how many are you in right now? We are the, the main one in Gwinnett County. So we used to be the Pregnancy Resource Center of Gwinnett. We joined on with this group called Obria, uh, who's trying to create a, a national brand of places like us. And so we service just Gwinnett County. Now, that doesn't mean that somebody can't come from a different county and come visit us, but mm -hmm. we, don't, we don't run into other counties to pull people out. I got you. Community Outreach Director. Very it's fancy. Pretty nice title. What does that mean you do? That is a really good question that I am still figuring out. Uh, my job is to create re new relationships in the community, just get word out about who we are and what we do and, and kind of why we do it, too. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a lot of people in our county as we grow and get bigger and bigger and bigger that need a place like us who might not have great health insurance or any health insurance might be in that lower socioeconomic scale, and they don't know where to go. They don't know who's out there that, that can help them. So we're there to provide help for those folks and anybody else who needs it. Now, your director, Robin Mock, we've had her on a show before, so we've heard great stuff about Obria. You're, and you were telling me before the show, the only male employee there. I am. Uh, so, so it's a good thing you're married, uh, and you, you work with your wife. I do. That's right. That is the only place that she is technically not my boss. 
uh, even though I still listen to everything she tells me to do. You're, you're a smart man, but uh, for a single guy, it just might be, not be the right place to work. Uh, but uh, so, so you've been there, and, and you're, you're fig- figuring out how to get the word out about the great work uh, that you do. Your background's pretty interesting. Talk about, you know, before May, what you were doing, and, and, and professionally, you know, what kind of work you were in. So before May, I was still on full disability. I had a heart transplant last year. Um, I got diagnosed when I was 24 with a very fancy name for a disease. It's idiopathic dilated cardiomyopathy. Okay. So anything labeled... Mean, means you got, what, a bad heart? I do. A very large bad heart. Okay. Um, I'd love to say that I know exactly what it is that caused it, but when they say it's idiopathic, they don't know the cause. So I just tell people that my heart was too big because I spent one Christmas in Whoville. Mm-hmm. And my heart grew two sizes too big that day. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. You're 37 now. You, you met your wife a couple of years ago or got married a couple of years ago. I did. Share that story. Yeah. So my wife and I met on eHarmony. There's a cheap plug. Uh, <laughs> and I put on there everything I had going on. I had a device called an LVAD that is an implanted device to help me get to the point where I could have a heart transplant. I put on there everything I'm waiting on because it's kind of hard to show up with a purse filled with batteries that you can't take off and say, oh, I didn't tell you about this. I'm part, I'm part mechanical. I'm part Iron Man. Uh, but, so my wife reached out to me, or not my wife then, but to say, hey, I know what you're going through. I'll be praying for you. My dad had a heart transplant as well. So we met up, realized that her dad and I had the same doctors, same hospitals, all that stuff. So when we got married, her dad performed the ceremony, and our cardiologist and some of the office staff and our cardiologist's wife all came to the wedding. So really kind of a tale of the heart in many ways. Yeah, it's, it's amazing how that works. Yeah. So you were diagnosed when you were in your mid-20s. I was 24 years old. And you had the transplant when? Uh, last year, so I was 35. So, I mean, that's a long time to go knowing at some point this has to be done. Yeah, I was on the transplant list for only three years. It was, it was one of those weird things where I wasn't quite bad enough and had to get to the really bad point. So I finally did. I, I finally overcame the uh, not so good and got to really bad. Yeah. That's got to test your faith, obviously. A, a little bit, a little bit. Um, but by the time it came, I was ready. And in fact, I think I was the only person that slept that night. I was, I was in the hospital at St. Joseph's, got transferred to Emory University Hospital. Mm-hmm. And after they went through everything, they said, all right, try to get some sleep. And I did. I, I woke up the next morning. It was my little sister's birthday. I FaceTimed her, sang her happy birthday, and then got whisked off to La La Land. There you go. And now uh, healthy? Healthy, going strong, Great. really really enjoying this this heart that has been given to me. I mean, it's such a blessing. So now you end up then, you know, you, you get married, and now you're working with your wife. She, I guess, opened the door for you at Obria? Yeah, I volunteered there uh, before... I was, you know, stuck in the hospital, uh, did some volunteer work trying to talk to some of the guys that would come in, and then obviously had to take some time away. You go through a heart transplant, you don't really have time to do much other than rest and recover. Right. Uh, but now they hired me on as their community outreach director. And they didn't have one before. No, they never have. We were, we were never quite, I think, at that point where it was needed, but Robin, who, bless her and all her wisdom, and she is awesome, uh, she said, you know what, we need someone in this role, and I'd like it to be a guy. I'd like a man to be in that role because we get a lot of support from churches and different places, and she recognized the wisdom of having a man meet with other men, and that's, there's a lot of safety in that. Okay. So what are, what are the goals? What are you hoping to accomplish in the community? 
it's just to get the word out of who we are and what we do and that we're a place that actually cares about people that, you know, we have, we have the medical side of it and that's good, but we also try and take care of the mothers, not just from the medical side, but helping them move forward in life. Like I said, one of those things is some of the classes they can take through our Thrive Education Program and also getting them brand new baby clothes and diapers so that they know we actually care about them. They are valued, not just because they're a mom, but because they too are a person and they deserve just as much love and respect as the child growing inside them. Matt Davis with O'Brea Medical Clinics is our guest here on Beyond the Cupola, brought to you by, by Oconee State Bank. Uh, do you get some weird looks every once in a while when the community outreach director comes out and they're expecting a woman and it's, it's Matt Davis? I, I think I get weird looks just maybe because I'm weird looking, which is why I'm on radio, <laughs> not on TV. Um, no, I, uh, not, not really. They just, a lot of people don't know the name because it's a very unusual name. In fact, O'Brea was a name created for O'Brea. It had never been used anywhere else. Nobody else ever owned it. So we got to put our own meaning behind it. Right. One of a kind. Yeah, that's right. Um, Gideon Strong. I know you want me to ask you about that. What is Gideon Strong? So Gideon Strong is, is just a way to go in and teach different groups, either you know men's groups or, or folks in a church, of how to be, I guess to say, pro-life, but in a really good way. Uh, so often that becomes a political term or, or something that... Right, a political term with a lot of emotion on, on both ends. Absolutely, absolutely. So part of that is just to go in and help teach people how to have that conversation and have it in a good way, to, to be able to recognize that there's emotion there and that not everybody's going to feel about it the same way, but to go in and be able to, to state what you believe and how you believe it and why you believe it without it being threatening, without getting in someone's face and yelling at them or people wanting to you know, choke each other out. It, it's just a compassionate way to do it. Mm-hmm. And Gideon, the, the, the meaning behind that? Yeah, so it's the, the story of Gideon in the Bible where Gideon was, did not really want to go out and have to lead Israel against the Midianites. And God said, look, I'm going to give you this chance. And by the way, you're only getting 300 guys. And he's like, oh, yay, 300. Um, so it's just that it's the story of that just a few can do a lot if you're, if you're doing it the right way. Right. So you want to have the conversations being held wherever, at workplaces, at churches, organizations, wherever you want to have that conversation being held. How do you get, get out there and how do you get people to have that conversation? How do you get the, the spark going? Well, I, I would say, first off, don't have that conversation in your workplace. That is not always great. Now, if, if you work at a church or a or a faith-based nonprofit, you guys could probably talk about it pretty carefully. If you're at work, that's maybe not the best place to have that conversation. But there are opportunities out there to be able to talk one-on-one with someone, and that's the big thing. We, you reach people on a one-on-one level, at a heart level. And so for me to be able to go out and do that would, would be meeting with a church group or something like that. And, and that's a no-charge thing. I could just right. come in and do it. Right. Um, there's no fundraising attached to it. There's nothing like that. It's just, hey— Let's just learn how to do this and do it well and do it right so that people, maybe on the other side of the conversation, know that their opinions count and that they're valued too. Right. Because there are strong opinions on, on both sides uh, for some of the things, for, for a lot of the, the women that maybe come to the clinic, how, how do you protect them and keep them safe? So one of the things is, is as a medical clinic, being almost overly HIPAA, uh, HIPAA compliant, not hippie compliant, that's not right, uh, but being that'd hip- be more fun, probably. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, yeah. We'd have to stock full of Doritos and taquitos and everything. Um, 
And, and, and our producer would probably say, listen to Grateful Dead records all there, day long. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're not riding the train uh, high on anything here. Um, I'm, I think my wife's going to get mad at me for that one. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the, the thing is, is just to let them know that when they come see us, one, their information is confidential like any other medical record is. And that's important. And then, two, that they know that we really do care about them. We are not pushing an agenda on them. It is not a thing where we're saying, oh, if you don't feel how we feel or believe what we believe, then you're terrible and you have to leave. It's not that. It's, hey, come, come to us and know that we're a safe place. And we don't care who you are. If, if you make a million dollars a year, you can come to us. I mean, you probably don't have to. But, but if you have no money, let's still come to us. Right. We're not going to turn anybody away. Are you a documented citizen or are you here maybe undocumented? We don't care. That's not what we look at. What we look at is that you're a person who needs help. And if we can help you, we're going to do it. And you want to educate. Absolutely. And let them make sure they have all the information. Be, you know, and they may still decide to do, the, you know, you may not change a decision or they may decide to go the way they want. They should always go the way they want to go. Absolutely. But at least go that way with all the information in hand. Yeah, that's, that's part of our job is just to make sure that they are well equipped. So many people don't know what to do. So many people are unaware of what's going on either in their own bodies or their family history. But come to us, and we can at least get some good cursory medical exams. And so they have an idea of what's going on. Like let's say somebody comes in and their blood pressure is really high. Well, that's a, that's a big sign. And if they're pregnant, that's an even more dangerous sign. And so from us, we, we tell them to find an OBGYN. But if there's something seemingly really serious going on, we're so close to Gwinnett Medical that they can get over there in about a minute. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a big deal. Here's my hard-hitting 60 Minutes Mike Wallace question. Right, you're you're a, a faith-based organization, nonprofit, and you want to give them the education. but you, you, So they're informed, but you, you, without pushing them one way or the other. You don't have an agenda other than educating and informing. And some people may be a little cynical about that and go, yeah, sure, we're not pushing our agenda, wink, wink. I'm sure that's maybe a little bit of a, a, a fight that you have to kind of that, that comes into play a little bit. It, it is. And, and the thing is, that's the thing of absolutely don't take my word for it, right? You do a reading rainbow, you know, don't take my word for it. Um, but it's, it's the thing of just come get to know us. Yeah. You come get to know us, you'll, you'll see that we're not pushing an, an agenda. Like I said, we are a faith-based uh, nonprofit. But in that sense, we know we're called to be light and lightly salting. Now, if somebody comes in and say, Let's say they, they say, hey, I'd like to know something about Jesus. Um, that's great. We'll talk to them. Is that the light or the lightly salted? That, that might be the salted? That, that, there might be a little bit of salt going okay. on in there. Um, but it's the thing of if they don't want to, that's okay. Uh, we're, not, we're not turning away. They're coming for medical stuff. They're not coming for us to yell and preach at them. They're coming because they need medical services, and that's what we provide. Yeah. If, if they do want something other than that, if they're like, hey, I just need someone to talk to, that's great, too. We're there for that. Um, and if, if they come to us and let's say they're either not pregnant or they just come for a well woman visit or whatever, but they're like, hey, can I come back and sit down and talk with someone? You absolutely can. You mentioned getting to know you and getting to know the, 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 the people there. There's opportunities to do that throughout the year. Talk about some of the stuff. Uh, I know one thing in particular is your annual fundraiser. That's right. November 1st, we're having our annual fundraiser at the Infinite Energy Center. Is it Energy Center or Arena? Infinite Energy Center? Mm -hmm. Forum would Forum. be the what used to be the Civic Center, I guess. Yeah. Unless you're actually in the arena, I yeah, don't think I, you're going to be in the ten thousand seat arena. 
No, I'm probably know. going to be in the Civic Center. Part. Okay, so that'd be the Infinite Energy Forum. Okay, there you go. So yeah, that's I'm that's, still learning. Hey, we'll, we will all figure it out one day. Mm-hmm. Um, that this year we're that's a seventy-five dollar charge to come, which is still one of the lowest nonprofit fundraising events out there in in Gwinnett County or the Atlanta area. Um, and that's a way to do it. You can also check out our website and schedule to come in for a tour. We do tours Tuesday mornings, uh, so and anybody can come in. I, I don't care who you are. If at just, the clinic. At the clinic. Okay. That's right. You'll get a guided tour. It'll either be myself or Robin Mock, our executive director, and we'll go through and we'll answer every question you want answered. Okay. Getting back to the gala fundraiser, what would uh, if I pay seventy five dollars and I come? What will I find? Well, you'll get a good meal. Um, who is there? They, they do proof of the pudding as a catering? Yes, yes, they do. So that'll be, like, you won't get a bad meal out of it. That's, you're right. You'll never have a bad good. meal there. Uh, you'll get to meet all the staff. Probably chicken, by the way. Yeah. Usually well, it's always chicken. That's a safe bet. Yeah. And if it's not chicken, it'll taste like chicken, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> so it's, you come, you'll get to meet all the staff. We'll have some guest speakers and some people just to talk about who we are and what we do. And then we're going to ask for your money, too, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because it's a fundraiser. So fundraisers ask for money. But it, it's just a way to get to know what we do, and also some conversations outside of where we are. So you have the fundraiser November 1st. First. Uh, is that a Saturday, I'm going to assume? No, uh, it's a Thursday night. It's a Thursday night. Oh, e- yeah. Even better, because you know people always have stuff going on on the weekends. So this is a Thursday night, uh, November 1st at the Infinite Energy Forum. So you have the fundraiser. Uh, obviously, you're a low-cost clinic, so you, you raise some money that way. What are some other ways that you can get some funds or or businesses or leaders that are listening to this show right now other ways that they can maybe support the clinic well you can get in touch with either myself or robin mock we we do have people who give money to us we have different churches different individuals who have have blessed us in that way we also do some grant writing and some stuff like that um but it's just all those different ways you can come you can even just volunteer your time mm-hmm. if somebody wants to be a volunteer they can come in we have an online application they can fill out and we can we can go that way. So it's it's not just money. It's also, you know, prayers or just, hey, I know a place that and this place is good. I've gone to check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be my recommendation too. before you give to us, come get to see us. Come put eyes on us. That's a big deal. What's the website real quick? I'll, we'll get to it at the end of the show as well. But for those that want to check it out right now, it is support OMCG.org. OK, um, what are your plans or goals moving forward? Obviously, you want to touch as many people as you can. Are you looking at expanding brick-and-mortar locations? Uh, have you got, you know, w- what is the, the, the dream? I think the dream is, two, one, to be able to expand our services at some point, and then and maybe, maybe open a second location. But, but that's going to be far down the road, and I'm probably not the best person to ask about that. That, that would be Robin. I'm just the guy that goes around and talks to people. It's the one thing that I'm pretty good at. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that, I mean, that would be great. Yeah. So what have you enjoyed most about what you've been doing so far as the community outreach director? It's, Other than having a fancy title and probably a nice business card. That's right. I do have a fancy title, a nice business card. When I send out emails, my name is oversized. Nice. Um, you got a little so logo there for Obria and that's, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I typically make the joke when I send out an email to have people check out our website and I tell them it's under my oversized name and fancy title. Uh, so, um, my favorite part is really just getting to meet people and, and just seeing who's out there. Uh, and, and that is, that is to me the most fun because people who either don't know about us or people who already do and want to say thanks. Um, and then to just to be a resource for other folks who 
different nonprofits that I connect with and they don't, maybe they don't know where to connect. And I say, Hey, I know some people that would be really good and I'll shoot them some contacts and you know, not that it's necessarily a have to, but the whole point of helping people is to help everybody. Yeah. Uh, as we get close to the end of the interview, I want to just just encourage people to support what you guys are doing. Uh, we didn't talk about it on the show, but you kind of mentioned it before the show as far as uh, trafficking and, and, and just the bad things that are going on that a lot of people just kind of want to put a blind eye to. They, they don't want you know, they, they know it's there, but sometimes they don't want to acknowledge it. You guys kind of have to face that head on. We do. We do. We we do occasionally uh, get some girls that are caught in sex trafficking because you know, we're a no-charge medical clinic, or I mean a no-charge medical pregnancy test, and our ultrasound is a very low cost. So we've had times where a pimp will drop off a girl just to get her tested. And if we can recognize that and they want to get rescued, we know who to call and we can hopefully get them out of that. Right. Uh, but the big thing is just to at least, at least they know that we're a place they can come to. And that is, that, that's the ugly side of what we do, that we get some folks in those situations and, and it's rough and Atlanta being the sex trafficking capital that it is, especially in and around the Norcross area. It's just, it's difficult and it's hard, yeah. but that's what we're there for. Well, and that's why, you know, there are organizations like you because somebody has to help serve those people. And you know, there's, they're still humans with feelings and, and everything that goes with it. Absolutely. And I, I can't imagine being caught in something like that and wanting, maybe even just wanting a way out, but not knowing where to go. Right, right. So, Matt, for those, again, that want to find out more about Obrea Medical Clinics and, and really support what you guys are doing uh, or maybe need to look into the services and, and all the help that you offer, where can they get that information? That's supportomcg.org, or you can email me at matt at org. I am easy to get in touch with. And you got the fancy uh, email address and everything I, now. I do. I tell you, you got I'm, it all. I'm Life very is fancy. good. That's new right. heart, new new job, everything. Uh, certified new, pre-owned heart. Certified, certified pre-owned. pre-owned. <laughs> good for ten thousand miles or that, something like lifetime guarantee. <laughs> lifetime guarantee. Yeah. Uh, brand new bride, all that good stuff. So so life is good. Uh, and, and finally, Matt, uh, you're a guest here of Oconee State Bank to help share your remarkable story, both personally and professionally, uh, what you do, and so obviously a, a good relationship you have with Oconee State Bank. Absolutely. Yeah, Josh Osborne. I got the chance to sit down and talk with him and and that was one of the most fun conversations because that was not long after I started and trying to figure out who do I meet with and Josh responded said hey I'd like to meet with you sat down and had a great time I mean such a cool guy and what Oconee State Bank is doing especially giving us this opportunity here to come and talk about us and then how they reach their community is amazing yeah that that they're a state bank but they've said hey we're going to reach outside of our walls and help the community all around us because when the community is strong, that makes life better for everyone involved. Yeah. A lot of banks and institutions talk about giving back to the community, but you actually see them doing it on a daily basis. And, and just a program like this where we get to kind of share your story uh, is, is an example of the good work they do for every community they serve. And uh, I'm excited for uh, Josh and, and Mike Fulton as well. They're going to be opening uh, their uh, full-service branch. I think the ribbon cutting is coming up in the next uh, week or so. And so uh, exciting news for Oconee State Bank. So, uh, Matt, thank you for joining us. Keep up the good work. Uh, best of luck with O'Brien Medical Clinics, and, and thanks for stopping by the Business Radio X studio. Thanks. I appreciate you having me. Uh, Matt Davis with O'Brien Medical Clinics here on uh, Beyond the Cupola. And want to remind you that you can listen to the show anytime you want, 24-7, by going to businessradiox.com, select
select the Gwinnett Studio, and you'll see the Oconee State Bank logo. You'll see it's, it'll say Beyond the Cupola. If you click on Beyond the Cupola, not only will you see this show, you'll see our previous three months or four months now uh, worth of shows as well. And, and, and just a lot of wonderful and remarkable stories uh, from our friends at Oconee State Bank and, uh, and, and the folks they serve. All right, until next time, I want to thank you, our listener. I want to thank my producer, Trey. I'm Mike, and we'll see you next time right here on Beyond the Cupola.